Hi, I'm Dr. Stan Steindl. Welcome to Compassion in a T-Shirt in Session. Today, I'll be speaking with Dr. Julia Wahl, a psychologist from Warsaw in Poland. Julia has done many things. She's the director and founder of the Mind Institute, which runs workshops and trainings on mindfulness and compassion. She's the academic director of the postgraduate diploma in mindfulness and compassion at the SWPS University. She's the co-founder of the Proactive Leadership Academy and the director and founder of the Polish Mindfulness School. She's incredibly accomplished and I can't wait to hear what she has in store for us. I hope you enjoy my conversation in session with my friend, Dr. Julia Val. Good. Well, welcome, Julia Val, to Compassion in a T-shirt in session. <laughs> I am even wearing a T-shirt, by the way. So you are, it's a stunning one. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, I can see. Yes. Yes. So it's uh, the Ace of Love. Oh, so, yes. Um, not to be confused with compassion, obviously, love. Oh, okay. <laughs> we can get on to that later. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I, lo I love the T-shirt. It's, it's, um, I can sense a lot of meaning is uh, wrapped up in that uh, imagery. Very good. Well, mine's just a plain old drive system blue, but uh, anyway. So I was trying to think, because we actually haven't met face to face no we haven't um, which is well a, a, a sort of a missing piece for me certainly we'll have to get around to that at some stage but we've actually corresponded quite mm. a bit we've we've talked before you know via this this medium i'm really looking forward to today just hearing a little bit about you know where everything's mm -hmm. up to for you how are you feeling coming into into all of this today <laughs> Uh, well, I, uh, I'm always uh, happy to, uh, uh, to 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 chat with uh, with uh, with you and uh, you know fellow uh, um, CFT person. Mm. So uh, yes, I'm really looking forward to it. But of course, there's a bit of anxiety. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. Well, excellent. Well, I guess what I was thinking, I suppose, was was maybe if you could tell us a little bit about yourself. I, I mean, I, I know, well, you're very accomplished. You, you have a number of fingers in different pies at the moment, work-wise and, and so on, and, and relatively recently finished your PhD, I think, and so on. But yeah, what's the, what's the mm. Julia Val story? Oh my goodness. Uh, so we're starting with the personal. Okay. <laughs> so I will reverse that and I'll start with the uh, uh, professional first because okay. it's easier. Uh, so uh, I am a, I'm a psychologist. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm also a mindfulness and compassion uh, trainer and a teacher. Mm -hmm. I'm a lecturer, and uh, currently uh, it is true I am involved in a variety of uh, of projects uh, activities. Um, for in, for instance, I'm uh, in charge of the postgrad studies. Uh, in um, in mindfulness and compassion um well actually you're also part of that so uh, 
um, at, uh, at the uh, Social Sciences and Humanities University in, uh, in Poznan. So uh, that's, that's uh, one thing I, I'm doing. Uh, so trying to, uh, to um, uh, educate people academically uh, in terms of mindfulness and compassion here in Poland, where I am based. Uh, I'm also uh, in charge of the uh, uh, CFT, uh, CMT training uh, in Poland, um, as I'm, I'm doing this, organizing this together with, uh, with uh, Wendy, Wendy Wood, whom you know. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful person. And uh, I'm also, uh, I am now also uh, uh, setting up um, uh, what is called the Polish Mindfulness School. <laughs> so... Mm -hmm. So it's uh, it's a completely new project, and it's uh, it's about uh, teaching people how to become teachers in mindfulness, how to teach mindfulness and compassion, by the way, to other people. And it's a new uh, it's a new uh, framework. It's a new paradigm. It's uh, it's uh, it differs from uh, um, MBSR, for instance. Uh, so it's a, it's a new way of uh, of uh, educating people about mindfulness, mm -hmm. and uh, um, the last thing um, is uh, the uh, the leadership uh, leadership project. So I'm also uh, I'm also involved in that. Um, and so uh, how can uh, leaders become more compassionate? So leadership through through practicing uh, contemplative uh, approaches, mindfulness and compassion. It's incredible, and and um, I, I just admire your energy and and you know the the way that you are able to to sort of be involved in so many important things. I mean that, that there's just so much dissemination uh, mm -hmm. that you're bringing there to to Poland and and you know and and also sort of you know kind of effective high quality dissemination of of CFT and CMT and other <laughs> mindfulness and compassion practices i mean that it, it's um it's an incredible contribution there really thank you but uh well uh, we'll discuss you later as well so uh <laughs> <laughs> because i i think uh if we are passionate like like uh, like yourself uh, uh we're passionate about uh, this whole uh business although i think business is, shouldn't be the uh, the best way to describe it should it hmm. um which is another issue maybe we'll get into that uh, later yeah. you know yeah. um uh, so but the whole uh area of uh, of uh, compassion uh you are enthusiastic uh, um, about it because you try and uh, um, um, live by it, basically. You know, yes, it sort of gets a bit of a hold of you, doesn't it? In a way, it it kind of gets in and it gets sort of it gets in there and it gets a bit of a hold of you, and it it's sort of um, ex extremely motivating and 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 you know, sort of trying to. Yeah, live by that principle, those principles, and and the motivation behind it, and and to be helpful really is is what it's all about, and and trying to to, mm -hmm. to spread the spread the news. Yeah, I mean, well, my 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 uh, my, my question is uh, uh, whether it's uh, that some kind of side, side, you know certain type of people are drawn to uh, to this kind of work, <laughs> mm. or is it? that because of this work, uh, these practices, we become uh, different, like mm. more compassionate, or is it actually both? I believe it's both. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, it's that we have a certain, uh, 
inclination, uh, um, a certain type of personality. And then because we're doing it, uh, it uh, infiltrates, um, um, well, all areas of, uh, of, uh, of our lives. Yes, there was definitely a sense for me of kind of coming home when I was introduced into, you know, the, the compassionate mind kind of community mm -hmm. and, and the CFT community, there was a kind of a sense of this was a, a, a good fit for me. And mm -hmm. at the same time, I think the more I think about it, the more I sort of read about it and read Paul's work or watch, watch mm -hmm. other, learn about other things and so on, it, it does seem to then keep growing as well. It, it sort of forms mm -hmm. anew as well. Mm -hmm. So what do you mean it's a good fit, if you don't mind me asking the question? Yeah, <laughs> no, that, <laughs> this isn't meant to be about me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I guess I just meant that the ideas resonated well and felt right. The people kind of, I felt there was a, a sort of a, a relational piece there that fit as well and and um a bit like you you know like um, I, we haven't actually even met face to face and yet there is a sort of a resonance there a kind of a a path that we're all on in a way or uh, fellow travelers uh and so mm -hmm. yes yeah, so i think the ideas really resonated the people really resonated uh and of course too i think it, it just really made sense for my work so that i mm -hmm. was able to then bring a whole bunch of that stuff into my day-to-day you know, -day practice with, with work and, and so on. I just want to say that, uh, you know, if you don't mind me being the devil's advocate. Please, <laughs> this is what I was hoping for. <laughs> and uh, as we know, especially when, when it comes to, uh, to CFT, because uh, obviously there are other compassion-based uh, modalities in, in psychotherapy and psychology. Uh, so in CFT, uh, we're not at all about sugarcoating. <laughs> mm. it's, it's the opposite. It's about uh, embracing being uh, uh, willing to see the whole spectrum of human experience of who we are, um, and including the, uh, the pieces that are not that nice, <laughs> um, which is an euphemism, I guess, because uh, at times they're just, just uh, uh, you know, pure ugly, you know, and, and cruel. So, um, also, I think um, uh, in, in, in CFT, uh, we may have uh, similar struggles. So uh, uh, one of the things I was drawn to um, uh, was the, the fact that, uh, yes, uh, it seems like uh, um, a very different uh, community. You know, I've been to, to various uh, psychotherapy conferences. Uh, um, I've been to many mindfulness conferences, <laughs> mm. but somehow uh, compassion, and especially CFT, the CFT community, uh, was, was quite different. So uh, there seemed to be uh, um, less, uh, well, not as much tension, but then <laughs> I should say that we shouldn't be so... Um, uh, so naive uh, uh, in, in thinking that uh, it never never happens that uh, there is no competition that uh, um, our uh, competitive mind uh, won't kick uh, you know uh, kick in at some point because it does. Yeah. Mm. No, I mm. think that's a a really great point. I mean, the the thing for me about compassion is it goes all the way from the things that we really perhaps loathe or hate mm -hmm. or fear about mm -hmm. ourselves all the way mm -hmm. through to where we thrive and, and flourish best. 
and mm. so and and you, you're absolutely right we don't want to become sort of naive to the tricky brain that we talk about yeah. all the time and the fact that um a big part of the tricky brain is you know competition and social rank and yeah. forming hierarchies and getting tribalistic and and sometimes you see that actually between the different fields of compassion don't you, you the, the, mm, they're all talking yeah. about compassion but there's a kind of potentially you know something of a of a tribalism there so yes yeah, so yeah my compassion is more compassionate than yours yeah yes yeah <laughs> Yeah, so this is the right way to be doing it, or the right way mm -hmm. to define it, or to measure it, uh, or things like that. There's a number of little niggles there, in a way, and and um, and whenever you, you, you I, that's it's interesting point you make. You know, whenever you get a bunch of human beings together, mm -hmm. these sorts of things start to bubble up. You know, yeah. Um, we have the the threat drive and soothing no doubt all gets activated in different ways and then our our mm -hmm. new brain kind of you know loops kick in and yeah it all it all can happen because that's my i think that's uh that's a fear i have that uh because it, it is uh, uh well in my in my experience it has been a a very different, well, different experience, different community, <laughs> yeah. uh, more accepting and not pretending to be accepting, by the way, because uh, some communities, yeah. uh, they seem to be very, uh, you know, it's, uh, they're very accepting, but it, it's just a facade, you know, it's mm. uh, uh, when it comes to, uh, <laughs> to life, suddenly there's no support uh, professionally or person personally. But uh, my fear is that because it's such a nice community, uh, we may not be willing to, at times, uh, be confronting with the things that aren't that nice, like the uh, competitive uh, uh, mind, uh, like mm. Uh, mm. Uh, like the issue of inclusion and diversity. Mm. Um, and mm. uh, I know it's it's big on the political agenda worldwide these days, uh, mm. but uh, which which is I think good by the way. So it shouldn't be just uh, another um, another uh, slogan. You know, let's be. Uh, diverse let's be inclusive but uh, what is it we actually do about it <laughs> mm, mm. Uh, so is it an anglo-saxon uh, and i'm not saying that that's the case but maybe maybe there's you know there's a, a question mark you know let's <laughs> let's reflect on that for a moment you know yeah. is it a white male anglo-saxon um 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 uh, well uh, area of expertise you know <laughs> yeah. so can we yeah. can we bring it to other areas uh and not only to uh uh to uh places like like uh, like poland which is uh which uh, may still seem uh, like exotic uh, a place for some uh <laughs> some people like you know in the uk or or, or the states Mm. Uh, but uh, maybe to other uh, other areas like um, uh, like uh, in Africa, you know, for instance, mm. you know, yeah. <laughs> let's mm. have these conversations about it with uh, with their um, health, uh, mental health professionals. Uh, uh, what is the understanding of compassion? You know, so mm. we wouldn't be so uh, complacent and so uh, uh, well, just just um, uh, thinking that yeah, you know, it's it's brilliant what we're doing and. Uh, um, you know, um, it, it's all perfect because it's never perfect. And that's exactly why we need compassion and especially in CFT. And that's why I like it so much. Um, and, and I appreciate, you know, whilst I appreciate uh, uh, various models, um, 
but uh, um, CFT uh, emphasizes the need to, to be uh, uh, brave enough to, uh, <laughs> to see how we really are, you know, so um, uh, being exposed to the dark sides, as, as Paul often says, you know. Yes, the, um, <clears throat> well, there's, there's, you're inspiring me as, as you speak there, you know, because actually one of the things that is obviously happening and, and going to happen is is just that the, the the sort of the community grows and gets bigger and bigger and and the bigger it gets the more these sorts of things can also come into play i think in in difficult ways and and it would it seems important to talk about it now to to kind of just bed down various kind of um you know sort of i don't know whether policies is the right word but certainly you know like shared values and visions about how we will ensure that sort of stuff moving forward as you know wendy who you mentioned before and and um uh myself originally and and uh, various others that, that set up the edif the, the the equity diversity and inclusivity fund with with the compassionate mind foundation so there's 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 sort of a genesis of it there there's there's little mm. bits where they're where we're trying to think you know might there be someone in Africa mm. or, or other areas mm. of the world who could come along to the Compassionate Mind Foundation International Conference, but can't, you know, need some of that support. And, and so the, the beginnings of it are there, but, but yes, it, it's, it's something that we need to be relatively vigilant about almost, isn't it? Given we're a mm. bunch of, of human beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, so we are uh, not devoid of the same <laughs> issues same as other, other you know, uh, um, uh, therapeutic uh, communities, or you know, doesn't matter what communities really, you know, uh, mm. have to struggle with, you know, because it's mm. still it's, it's still the same human <laughs> mm. brain, mind, body, um, mm. and also you know, uh, uh, making sure that it's not uh, yet another commodity. Like uh, uh, unfortunately, that's uh, often the case with with mindfulness. There's this whole discussion going on now, uh, which is great. Uh, um inspired by by the likes of uh, Ron Persa for instance uh, he's got this great book uh, you know um Mind, uh, called Mac mindfulness uh, oh yes so, uh, and uh he he is not <laughs> against mindfulness in any way by <laughs> no. the opposite that he's uh, uh, he's again uh drawing our attention to the shadow side of the uh, what is often called these days a mindfulness revolution, you know, is mm. it a revolution really? <laughs> or is it uh, about us feeling better, you know, especially the people who are doing it professionally or, or practicing it and we're thinking then just practicing it makes the whole world better. No, actually it's uh, mindfulness is a becoming, it's about becoming aware, um, uh, but uh, then aware of the things that are, that are happening, that are need to be done, but then we actually have to do something about it. Mm. <laughs> You know, just breathing in and out is, isn't enough. And I think that's when, uh, that's why uh, compassion plays such a big role, because uh, in my understanding, it's, uh, it's the, uh, um, it's the commitment to do things uh, wisely. Mm. <laughs> and well, what is wise? That's another, that's another huge uh, issue, you know, topic, you know. <laughs> Yeah. So skillful means, you know, uh, as, as some Buddhists would call it, you know, so uh, how do, to do it skillfully. Yes, but compassion, you know, so, uh, okay, I have the mindfulness, which allows me to, uh, uh, to see. <laughs> 
um, how I am, how other people are, uh, the interplay of it all. Uh, but then uh, what, what, is, what is it that really needs to be done <laughs> and how to go about it? <laughs> and I think that's what compassion is all about. Yeah, so and I think we should inspire that. So I think um, uh, we uh, heavily uh, we heavily uh, focus on uh, on therapy uh, because it's the uh, it's it's Paul Gilbert and other therapists who uh, who first uh, uh, started it. Uh, but uh, um, I would be keen to see it in other uh, areas of uh, of society. Uh, so I, I mentioned leadership, but you know business, you know. Uh, uh, and business or, you know, the healthcare, the uh, uh, educational system, you know, so how to introduce a contemplative education. Um, and uh, I think also, again, uh, I'm being terrible, but uh, um, again, let's, let's be devil's advocate. So uh, we, we often like refer as uh, CFT practitioners, uh, we refer to slowing down, <laughs> but when we're actually uh, lecturing and uh, I fall in the same trap, you know, maybe because we want to be seen as these intelligent people, you know, that we have the knowledge. So we're speeding up so much, you know, and we're just throwing all this knowledge at people and they're not going to remember it. It goes against the physiology of how people learn. <laughs> but it's, but we are again, you know, part of a, of a bigger system, which, uh, uh, which uh, uh, education, the way that the uh, current educational system uh, it's the uh, it's the paradigm that goes against learning. <laughs> That's the funny thing about it, because if you're constantly speeding up, it's just about uh, materialism. So materialistic knowledge, not e not really incorporating it, and not uh, combining knowledge with experience, which would then result into insight or wisdom. In other words, <laughs> so in order to learn, I need to slow down physiologically, as you well know. <laughs> I have to stop and actually instead of uh, showing off oh i'm you know the smart professor lecturer i need to be asking more questions and of course then you know there's this fear oh people might think that i don't know the answers and i'm just uh, it's it's a game you know i'm i, I don't know the answers so that's why i'm asking the questions <laughs> so so basically uh, keeping your ego at bay which is hard at times <laughs> because we want to be seen again you know it's uh, um, and we want to uh, be seen as uh, as uh, as uh, someone who's uh, who's professional. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. I mean, the, 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 that's it's it's the, the mindfulness and the compassion mm -hmm. potentially fall into these traps mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. they're seen as a fix for something as mm -hmm. well, you know, and 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 that we might use mindfulness or compassion practices like we might take a valium to to just sort of feel better in the moment mm -hmm. or something like that mm -hmm. but they're far deeper wider longer broader than that and 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 it's mm -hmm. it's very interesting to think how do we stay um you know kind of clear about what we're really talking about with with those mm -hmm. sorts of ideas the mindfulness is the seeing and perhaps the compassion is the, the motivated kind of doing and 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 but the wisdom Mm -hmm. um you know kind of behind all of that when we when we get caught up in a a, a competitive motivation mm -hmm. or or for that matter a, a threat-based motivation 
um wisdom is one of those hard things to kind of get back isn't it you know we, it, it, it's sort of um we're, we're all all a, a buzz and the sympathetic nervous system i guess is is all kind of Mm-hmm. upregulated and and so we actually become a bit disconnected with the core mm-hmm. of what we're even talking about or trying to disseminate or teach or mm-hmm. you know and it, it sort of I, I love what you said there in some ways the biggest uh, sort of contribution is is actually to listen Mm. You know, to ask questions, to to sort of explore people's intrinsic wisdom, to to create guided discovery, to have experience, uh, mm-hmm. and and then all of that maybe kind of creates the 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 wisdom that that you're talking about. Yeah, but it's it's uh, um, and, and I'm not blaming uh, uh, us here, by the way. <laughs> I'm just saying that we should be aware of that because again, you know, personally, I do fall in the same trap at times. But and we're again we're part of the of a of a bigger problem. So the uh, Persian or Victorian doesn't matter, or even Confucian type of education, you know, which is which is about showing off, which is about competition, you know, being the best, you know. Mm. Uh, um, but that's not how we, of course, understand uh, uh, um, uh, being the best in compassion, because to us it means being being the best we can be in compassion but not being ideal it's not being it's not about being perfect it's always about perfecting you know but not mm-hmm. never about perfection and that's exactly why we need compassion because we can never be perfect and we will always fail at least at something you know mm-hmm. <laughs> or other people will fail us you know so i would then ask how we are educating people in at least uh, in the areas that uh, we are responsible for so the way I am presenting my, my lectures, my, the way I am running my, uh, my, my workshops, you know, do I still fall into the same Prussian, Victorian or Confucian style of educating, teaching people? You know, and, and, uh, and as you mentioned, the, the issue of asking questions. So I don't need to know the, 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 uh, uh, the answer. And in uh, Encyclopedia Britannica, there's a great term, uh, uh, it, it relaxes me to, to read Britannica at times. Don't you know? Don't judge me. Uh, there, there is this uh, term called disinterested thinking. So it, it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's a different way of thinking. Meaning that uh, it's not about not thinking. And sometimes we actually equate mindfulness or meditation with not thinking, which of course that's uh, that's not what it's about. Uh, but it's like I am asking a question. It's a it's a way of reflective thinking. I'm asking a I'm asking a, a question or the question, yeah, and uh, but then uh, just uh, leaving it behind. It's like in the background, and I can intentionally uh, go back to it, or I just you know simply uh, naturally go back to it. Uh, but it's not about finding the answer immediately. <laughs> mm. So it's it's uh, it's uh, um, it's very different for uh, for instance brainstorming. So that's why physiologically we need to slow down. That's why we should uh, not only allow ourselves to go on on holiday, you know, uh, once in a while, you know, and uh, but the rest of the time I'm just speeding up. You know, I'm either in my uh, drive system or my fret system. So I'm always in the doing mode. But it actually goes uh, against uh, being or inspiring creativity. Creativity happens in boredom, <laughs> mm. which, by the way, isn't boring at all. You know, when I just let myself be, 
<laughs> so this interested thinking, this interested way of, of being doesn't mean I'm not interested, by the way, doesn't mean I am not thinking, but I just let go of any, of any, um, you know, I know serious activities. <laughs> well, what constitutes uh, being serious, by the way, but it's another question, you know. So, uh, but you're focusing on something intentionally, you know. So, um, so that the free circles, you know, the, the, the free circle model. So how do we actually incorporate it into our professional lives, into our uh, universities? <laughs> like universities uh, these days, again, uh, have nothing to do with inspiring people, you know. Uh, they become like corporations, you know. <laughs> there aren't that many uh, uh, conversations about uh, ideas. Ideas? No. <laughs> it's, it's about, again, you know, uh, uh, producing workers. <laughs> like there are like professional schools or producing more money, you know. <laughs> yes. So I think it goes against our, um, our uh, uh, compassionate uh, mind. <laughs> And, and wisdom, because uh, it's not sustainable, is it? And we can see it, especially these, these days, you know, with, with COVID and uh, uh, with the uh, you know, climate change. Uh, and so it's, it's, uh, it's only going to get worse. And uh, again, it's not about becoming pessimistic, but it's about becoming realistic. It's about uh, being uh, utopic and changing it into utopia. So, you know, so I think utopia, I mean, um, uh, not, not so far, not so long ago, you know, uh, uh, it was utopian for women to vote, you know, and uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I can do that now, um, at least here in Poland. Yes, the, the, the disinterested thinking, the, the sort of boredom and creativity, the, the sort of actually kind of slowing down and not showing off, you know, the, the, the sort of the, the stepping in and out of the different systems, but kind of on purpose to be more mm -hmm. effective in, in really what we're trying to do, which is to cultivate around the world this compassionate motivation, you know, whether it be, as you say, cl clinically or in therapy, but also business and politics and education and health and, and, and so on, mm -hmm. and, and trying to yeah, it, it's just difficult with humans because they're so sort of seduced by the drive system in a way, aren't they? And and they're so sort of grabbed by the threat system, and and, and so it, it's sort of it, it's tricky. But you've you've mentioned wisdom, and you've mentioned I think courage, mm -hmm. and, and obviously the strength sort of stuff about compassion, and there's that the the caring commitment and so on. But, but is another quality something like humility? Mm, well, it's, uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah I, I agree with it uh, uh, wholeheartedly. But uh, uh, my question would be, but how to actually do it? Yes. Because <laughs> it's my statement, you know, let us, you know, let us be more humble, you know. Uh, and again, I, 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 I agree with it completely. Uh, yeah, but uh, how do we do it? Because there are, not only the dark sides, there are the blind spots. You know, there's this uh, other great book, and I now don't remember the, the authors, but it's to do ha with how good people <laughs> uh, are not aware of the blind spots. So if I'm not aware, I'm not aware. So my, the question about my ignorance, you know, what am I not seeing? What am I not uh, uh, hearing? You know, what am I not saying? You know what I choose not to see, say, etc. You know. <laughs> mm. Oh, there's so, many, many examples in the world today where there are obviously mm -hmm. lots of people 
who yeah. aren't doing anything about it or aren't saying anything mm. about it. And so the status quo continues. Yeah, because uh, uh, again, it's not to be judgmental. It's to, because there's this, again, this issue, uh, the, the difference between uh, judgment and discernment. Yes, we have to be judgmental in that way, you know, so because there's an, uh, you know, another statement that's uh, often misunderstood. Non-judgment doesn't mean that there are no judgments. It's that uh, I don't uh, immediately trust every single thing that comes uh, up in my mind, you know, <laughs> so that's different because I need to uh, judge, discern, you know, I, I need to, because uh, without it, there is inertia, there is the lack of uh, compassion, the lack of commitment, the lack of doing things that are needed to be done. <laughs> so, um, but uh, going back to the topic of uh, blind spot, you know, blind spots. I mean, we 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 are all uh, are prone to uh, to have such uh, blind spot. I, I remember, uh, you know, when I was in my twenties and uh, uh, I was, you know, learned. Well, I, I was basically becoming more aware of uh, the fact that yes, yes, you know, I I am gay, you know, but there was a, a bit of this homophobia in me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so whenever I uh, I saw a person who was more uh, you know was uh, yes too gay in my in my sense I was like mm, yeah yeah he shouldn't be uh, you know so effeminate you know uh, behaving in such a way but it was I wasn't about the person actually it was about me <laughs> having this fear yeah. of being exposed. <laughs> mm. Uh, and uh, and then many years later, uh, when uh, when I came to the UK, and I actually had uh, a very I still have uh, hopefully uh, uh, hello Corey I still have that friend um, uh, who's uh, who happens to be black uh, who is black and uh, um, and uh, uh, once we were having this conversation and I suddenly realized uh, that I had this uh, drop of racism in me. Uh, because, for instance, whenever I would see, uh, let's say it was in the evening and I would see, see a black a black guy, um, a black male, uh, I would uh, I would become tense, you know, I well, actually, uh, I, sh I, I think, uh, and ever since I'm more fearful uh, of, of, of uh, these kind of people, you know, well, why not? Uh, why not a white male? <laughs> mm. <laughs> but it's so. But it's uh, you know maybe it's archaic. Maybe it's to do. I don't know what it's to do with. But uh, you know noticing this and and like you know why am I more fearful of the uh, black male rather than the white male? <laughs> Interesting, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> so that was this drop of racism, you know. <laughs> these these um, blind spots it, it, would would they also be similar to the sort of the. The, the the unconscious biases and and those sorts of things yes yeah, exactly exactly yeah yeah there's an overlap yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. we have an enormous amount of work to do on that don't we as as a society you know the 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 unconscious biases the blind spots yeah and uh, and it's very uncomfortable you know to to uh, to become aware of that <laughs> uh, but that's why we need to uh, physiologically uh, uh, allow ourselves to slow down because because otherwise there is no space to uh, to uh, uh, to see what's really happening you know and it shouldn't be all about sugarcoating you know so as we we know uh, from you know, compassion for instance isn't about kindness and and again you know kindness is wonderful we're all for it but uh, first of all it's not the same thing <laughs> and uh, it's uh, compassion is not always about being nice or or being seen as nice you know it uh, maybe at times is actually the opposite uh, 
of compassion were the Gurdjieff called idiotic or idiot's compassion. <laughs> so idiot's compassion means that, uh, uh, and he actually uh, mentioned different uh, uh, levels of, of uh, idiocy. It was, uh, it's a great metaphor. <laughs> so as long as we live and we're in our human bodies, there is some, there is, uh, some degree of that. But uh, when it comes to uh, um, uh, idiot's compassion, it means that I am uh, uh, being compassionate or pretending to be compassionate because I want to be seen as this, this uh, uh, nice person. You know, I want to be uh, liked. So it has nothing to do with wisdom. It's, it's lacking wisdom. Um, and uh, yeah, we, again, we should not fall into that trap. Sometimes compassion is actually about not being liked because saying something <laughs> that another person might... Uh, might not be happy about. Uh, so exposing ourselves, uh, I'm, and I'm not saying that compassion, uh, don't, uh, <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong, that it's all about, yes, you know, let's go to war. And uh, no, just, just, just uh, also, uh, and also uh, including this, this part of the experience that, yeah, sometimes there are things that aren't comfortable um, in ourselves, in, uh, in, uh, in our uh, relationships, uh, in our communities, uh, um, and um, yeah, and, and and we yeah, and if the, yeah, and we should say things instead of just no, no, let's let's drop it because uh, it's it's nice the way it is, you know. <laughs> uh, we know it's not working, you know. So uh, now the generational um, issues come up, you know. So that's like the status quo of the previous generation uh it's, it's it's not working anymore so uh let's not do it in our uh uh compassion uh, based communities <laughs> you know let's not let's not uh let's not uh, uh just uh make it all about feeling good about ourselves uh and again you know there's this nice tribe that we have and uh um and uh and we just we just uh uh come to uh uh, conformist. <laughs> mm, yes, that mm. that can be, that can be our un could be what you know our undoing. You you've mentioned a couple of things there. The sort of the 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 idiot compassion. I think mm -hmm. that's yeah. sort of, and, and then you you had mentioned earlier. You know, a, a kind of a competitive compassion, mm -hmm. being compassionate mm -hmm. just to compete and be the best at it, or something like that. And then it reminds me too of, of a kind of a submissive compassion where you, you mm. sort of feel like you have to be compassionate because of pressures mm. or, or, you know, kind of expectations on you and things like that. And so it, it, it can sort of come in many guises in a way, can't it? You know, and it, there's sort of, and, and it might all kind of on the surface look a bit like something like compassion, but, but, but you know, being able to, to notice this in ourselves, disentangle it a little bit, notice the way that the different circles are at play, maybe in the different ones, maybe it's a drive-based compassion, maybe it's a, a threat-based compassion. Um, then again, sometimes threat and drive are in there too with mm. compassion in, in a way that can be very genuinely compassionate as well. And and so, and sometimes, you know, like in CFT, as, as you would obviously know that the, we, we sometimes do use acting and pretending to mm -hmm. kind of have a pathway to get there as well. So it's complex stuff, isn't it? Well, I, I think, you know, whilst we learn uh, or recall uh, 
uh, recultivate, I should say, <laughs> because it's not about learning a, a new trick. It's already uh, there, as we as we know. So so whilst compassion is is is, is located in the in the soothing system. Uh, it's actually done, uh, uh, or it's being done uh, in in the other two systems. You know, <laughs> that's uh, you know, and and um, um, so it, it's not about uh, just feeling good. You know, <laughs> it's not about doing something that feels good necessarily, but perhaps is good for you or is good for another person. Yeah, so going all, you're constantly going back to uh, to our uh, intentions, you know, and and, and so uh, what is it uh, based on what I am experiencing currently in in my body, in 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 my uh, uh, thoughts and feelings, my relationships, and the current uh, circumstances, and beyond that, what's generally important? What is it that I want to be cultivating? Going back, what type of activities, uh, uh, people, places? And why, you know, so, and it doesn't have to be uh, uh, the same thing um, uh, uh, throughout, you know, maybe it's, it's changing again due to, the, to my circumstances. So what is, it what is it really that would be helpful to me, to, to others, you know, mm. what, is, what is it that, that it is really, really important, you know, mm. and not just, uh, uh, and it's not a superficial question. Again, it's not about just, uh, Feeling out this, uh, you know, questioner. You know, <laughs> what is my value? You know, no. Let, let's 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 uh, let's uh, uh, again go back to it, reflect on it, and maybe as we do in CFT, uh, um, um, uh, eventually there will be a, a feeling, even a subtle feeling, or maybe an an, an you know image. You know, uh, and we don't have to understand. So we so we're. Uh, so we are using our semantics or even semiotics, you know, and uh, and just uh, and, and our you know, uh, physical uh, experiences and just 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 checking in, you know, just and uh, and, and seeing what's that what that's about. And uh, so, what is my intention, you know? Uh, and uh, what to do with compassion? And compassion is uh, based on what's happening. Uh, uh, what, what is needed, what would be helpful, <laughs> how to go back to our dignity, because uh, if we have problems, I often say that we, we have problems with the word compassion, uh, and some people have, uh, uh, let's, uh, let's just say it's about dignity, so uh, going back to my own and uh, the, you know, the other person's, uh, our mutual dignity, <laughs> and dignity is something so much more basic than respect, which you have to earn. <laughs> You know, so uh, the concept of of dignity as a way to help people, you know, got kind of another way in to to sort of understanding what we're sort of really talking about with compassion. Yeah, yeah there's uh, there's this great uh, um, well, and uh, uh, hopefully uh, uh, she's a great person. I've never met her, but uh, she's uh, definitely uh, <laughs> uh, writing about uh, uh, wonderful things, doing great stuff. But, uh, her name is Donna Hicks, and uh, she came up with this concept of dignity and in leadership, for instance, in conflict situations. So, uh, and what she's saying is that we all at times break our own and uh, other people's dignity. It's it's normal. It's bound to happen. But then just seeing uh, how we do it and uh, how we can bring it back. So uh, bringing back our, our mutual dignity. 
Uh, and again, it's not about shaming and, uh, and or, or blaming, you know, just 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 uh, being uh, brave, uh, brave enough to, to, to see that uh, that's part of the human condition. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, there's, there's, there's so much actually of the self-conscious emotions kind of weaving through a lot of what you've yeah. been uh really kind of deliberating over with all this stuff you know mm -hmm. the, 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 the wanting to be liked not wanting to be sort of um seen as unintelligent or you know disapproved of you know feelings of value and worth and and all of that kind of does sort of mm -hmm. complicates matters i had a little mm -hmm. question though for you just to mm -hmm. go back to something you said about intention mm -hmm. because it suddenly occurred to me having having listened to, to what you've been saying that that actually the intention is sort of the very bit that can become compromised by the blind spots and by the un, uh, the unconscious biases. Mm -hmm. uh, the intention might get mixed or all mixed up with mm -hmm. that. It's not a, tr a trick question, but what, what do you mean by that? Uh, do you have any examples? I mean, the classic example would be that we have an intention to be compassionate. Um, mm -hmm. But then we have to kind of choose what to be compassionate about or compassionate to. And so we choose the little, you know, mm -hmm. child who's a bit like our family and we want to look after that person and we forget about, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, the remote community where, where people, yeah. you know, um, so, so that mm -hmm. the unconscious bias just comes mm -hmm. in and kind of, you know, kind of subtly directs what our intention mm -hmm. moves, moves us towards yeah 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 i i uh, i think you're absolutely right and, and again i think it's bound to happen <laughs> yes but that's why we are constantly practicing cultivating you know uh uh present continues it, it never ends <laughs> mm. uh, yes. so it's a lifelong journey um and i think uh, once we realize that compassion is about uh uh, well, it's all directional, <laughs> or as we would say in CFT, you know, has got many uh, flows, you know, so self-compassion, compassion to others, ability to receive it from, from others. So different stages of compassion, different layers, different directions of, of compassion. Um, so, uh, and sometimes, yes, we need to focus on, uh, uh, on one more than the, than the others, but uh, uh, in the end, we understand that uh, uh, it's, uh, well, um, there are different directions and it's all the same <laughs> because there's no you without me and the other way around. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just rational thinking, you know, it's, it's not uh, this philosophy of Ayn Rand, mm. uh, no comments. Um, uh, yeah, so the value of activism or, you know, uh, or uh, um, the uh, last uh, era uh, type of psychology, you know, of uh, uh, self-esteem, you know, esteeming, you know, <laughs> doesn't make sense because there's always somebody who's going to be uh, worse off or uh, again, the other way around, you know, and, and, it's, uh, and it's based on our circumstances. And so it's, it's, uh, it's a very fragile concept and, mm -hmm. and it's very individualistic, which doesn't surprise me because for instance, Nathaniel Brandon, he was uh, one of uh, Rand's followers, you know, so. Mm -hmm. Well, it's <laughs> very competitive, isn't it? It's a very competitive yeah. sort of, you, you know, you're, I, I'm, I'm able to have self-esteem when I am kind of 
when I can see that I'm better than someone else or something like that, or yeah. see what yeah, my yeah. strengths are compared to others. But, yeah, but um, to see that, uh, you know, and also to see that, uh, uh, well, see that we're, we are all interconnected, you know, and it shouldn't be just a nice concept, but really uh, contemplate that, you know, reflect on that. And, uh, and yes, know that at times we become tribal. And, and again, it's uh, some people say, uh, some researchers say that it's an evolutionary thing that we are. <laughs> it was uh, needed to, to serve in order for us to survive, you know, but just being aware of that. And how is it to maybe at times, uh, um uh, go to a different tribe you know so uh leave behind your own tribe you know how would that make you feel <laughs> you <know? laughs> so really the, the the little cycle there is something like mm -hmm. you know set an, in, an intention take mm -hmm. an action review mm -hmm. and reflect including mm -hmm. what might i have missed or what might my blind spots be and then setting an intention again and, and taking action and on we go. It's, it's that sort of flow. But it never ends, but it shouldn't never be like, oh, it never ends because then we're like, oh, no, not again. It's, it's never yeah. ends. <laughs> well, yes, you're, you're Australian, so I, so I, I, I forgive you. Um, <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> well, here, here in Europe, we're like, yeah, it never ends. I don't know. Yeah. I, no, no, but I just, I'm just being silly. Um, I know, I'm, I know, I'm, it's my, funny. My stupid sense of humor, you have to, well, you have to, but uh, please do apologize. I do apologize, please forgive me. Um, but uh, in, in, in Sanskrit, there's this concept of virya, you know, which is, uh, which is energy. It means energy, for instance, and effort. But it's like, I am putting this effort into something and therefore I can, uh, I can uh, have more energy. So putting this energy and then having more of it, you know, it's, it's like uh, falling in love and uh, it inspires us to become more uh, involved in that relationship, being interested in that person um, and curious about it. Which curious is a nice word, care and cure, you know, etymology of curiosity, isn't it nice? But mm -hmm. so, uh, so, but so, so, but then because uh, we we got involved, we become became interested in the relationship. We uh, we can uh, I don't necessarily like the word. We can we gain from that. You know, <laughs> we have this beautiful person that you know uh, being with us. You know, so uh, um, that's how we should think about it. You know, instead of oh, yet another day and the sun is shining again. You know. My partner wants to make love to me. Oh God, there's this beautiful food on the table. Oh, I have to eat it again, you know, because. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh, look, okay. So, well, Julia, that that's, um, there, there's sort of, there's so much in there. I can't wait to, to watch back on this, this conversation. Oh. Was there, was there any other things that you, felt like you you sort of wanted to touch on you know in in our conversation today you've, you've touched on so many things really no it's, that's not that's not that's not a good question to, to be asking me yeah <laughs> i suddenly realized what am i doing <laughs> yeah maybe maybe next time you know i want to spare you a stand but uh well i, I think um uh, uh the, the main thing i'd like to emphasize that it's uh um it's about practicing and cultivating it uh, throughout our, you know, uh, whole life. And uh, so it's, again, it's a lifelong journey, you know. Mm, yes. And it's very interesting, by the way, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's this 
you know, one less concept. <laughs> There's this, uh, which I, I have discovered uh, a few years back, uh, it's called pleasure activism. And uh, as we know, activists often feel the experience, the burden, you know, it's so heavy, you know. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah, so it's so heavy. So how can I uh, find pleasure in my life that would actually help me be uh, a better activist, be more involved, be more compassionate, actually, you know. Mm. Uh, so it wouldn't all be that heavy, you know. What what are the, the pleasures? And it's not to do only with superficial uh, pleasure, like, you know, sex uh, or food, this as well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, what really uh, keeps me going, you know. <laughs> mm. 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 So it wouldn't only uh, concern, you know, the, the heavy, the, the dark sides. It's like uh, um, whenever I, I come across a person who uh, uh, who's involved in the uh, Holocaust uh, uh, issues, you know, as a researcher, you know, you can feel uh, you can feel the, the pain in there, you know, the burden, and it's just it's just too much, you know. Mm-hmm. So what would inspire more life? Mm. in my uh, my activism you know whether it's a uh, uh, activist activist you know or just uh, the way i am going about my life whatever i'm i'm, I'm involved in <laughs> i i love that you've 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 brought us to that final concept because in a way if i think about our conversation you you, you bookended it very nicely at the beginning of our conversation you reminded us that actually compassion is about the really tough stuff it, it's about <laughs> the um it's about suffering and it's about those aspects of ourselves and others that are really problematic as a part of the species our cruelty our callousness um our competitiveness and so on and now you've you've come to the end and you're also saying and it's the other end too you know it's it's also pleasure and joy and mm-hmm. energy and life mm-hmm. and and um uplifting and and so on and and so it's it, it is isn't it it's that full spectrum which mm-hmm. is is what we're kind of working with 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 compassion so yeah. um if people were wanting to find out more or or be in touch or or mm-hmm. sort of get uh you know hear about some of those those various mm-hmm. projects that you're working on where, where can we where can we find you? So uh, my, uh, I can give you my uh, email address and there's okay. a website. So it's uh, Julia Val. So uh, um, and uh, my my uh, surname spells W A H L at juliaval.co.uk. Uh, it's the okay. address for my previous English British life. You're doing so many great things, and I, I have no doubt that that people will be sort of interested or, or kind of potentially be in, in touch. But um, Julia, I, the, it, it's been wonderful to, um, you know, get to have a, a whole hour and a bit with you and, and just chatting about uh, all of this, all of these, these thoughts and ideas and, and getting us, you know, getting us all really thinking. So thank you very much for a thank wonderful you. chat. Thank you for having me and have a good uh, evening, I, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Like okay. where you are. Right. And get some, get some proper rest and have a uh, well, have a pleasant weekend because it's Friday today. So. It's Friday. It's it's actually Friday at 8 p.m. for me. So I will. We were quite early, but uh, hopefully I'll, no I'll more. Be knocking. I'll be knocking off now. Okay, brilliant. So thank you so much, Stan, for having me here, and uh, all the best to you. <laughs> Bye.